Give it to me. Right? Where are the bots at? We just want anybody. <laughs> Come on. I just want it to look more impressive than it does. I think that's pretty impressive. I do too. Or it's organic growth, you know? Whenever I mention to like anyone that we do a live YouTube, they get very impressed. So they don't need to know any more than that, you know? That's right. And like, like my friend the other day was like, well, how do you guys do that? I was like, I'll give you Ben Klein's contact information. You can discuss it with him. <laughs> it's mad. I just tell people it's magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I have to say before we get started, because Cameron Smith is logged into the chat. And I, I found out the other day that he used to rent a room from a really good poet friend of mine that I was hanging out with at AWP. It's like such a small world. It's that is so crazy. weird. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I mean, fun it's like how that happens. Yeah, you'll click on someone like on Facebook and you'll be like, how do we have mutual friends that have nothing to do with the way that I found you? Like, that is mind blowing right. to me. Well, I have a quote for that. Um, Portland's a small city. I once dated a man who dated a woman you dated. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> yeah, that lives in my head rent free for over 30 years now. Great. Thank you, Madonna. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica, Ciccone. Hi, everybody. It's Liberty in Love. Hey, guys, it's Tony, and this is not a love song. And I'm through with waiting for this broadcast. Hey, everybody, it's Ben. Hey, everybody, it's Stefan. I know there's somebody out there waiting for me. Oh. I know there's someone out there. There just has to be. <laughs> That's my anti-love song for Fair Valentine's Day. Um, welcome to another edition of MLVC. Uh, as you may have heard from our Instagram posts, today on the show, we're talking about Madonna love songs. And I know that we did talk about Madonna Love Songs about four years ago with wonderful sketch artist Justin Teodoro. Mm-hmm. But it's, yes, Ben is wearing Justin's waiting T-shirt. It's beautiful. Um, but because it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, we thought we'd talk about more Madonna Love Songs because you can never not. No, say you can't say enough about Madonna love songs, right? Well, so and there are also, I mean, there's different kinds of love, right? There are different, there are different ways to express love, and there are, and Madonna has done that expertly throughout her career. So let's get mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. So Ben had said we we should come up with ten love songs a piece, and I was like, we're gonna be here till next week if we do. I that. said five, not ten. <laughs> don't exaggerate, Jim and I. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know, Ben. Why don't you kick off? How many? How many? What's what's some of your favorite Madonna love songs? Oh well, I'll give you my top five. Okay. At number five is actually has to be. I do not consider it an anti love song. I think it is a love song. And it's beautiful. It's orchestral. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you want to cry, but it makes you feel good at the same time. And she sounds beautiful. At number four. Well, hold on. Hold on. I, well, okay. I, just, just a small rebuttal on that. 
I will challenge you by saying you only think it's a love song because you have a partner that you're in love with. If you were a single person, you'd be like, <laughs> like myself when I listen to it. Stephen, That's like, I was a it, single person for many, many years. <laughs> and I always thought has to be was a love song. Okay. All right. I don't know. What does the chat right. think? Does the, does the chat think that has to be is a love song? Right now they're saying definitely a love song, yearning for love. It's a great song. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let it yeah, be. Okay. I'll give it that. You're, it yeah. Be. You're, you're on, you're, you're over on the bench with this one. It's about <laughs> the belief in love. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Number four. I'm going old school classic because it was my first true favorite Madonna song after burning up crazy for you. Mm -hmm. I I love it. The lyrics. I remember hearing the only time I've heard her sing it live was uh, Madison Square Garden when I was in the pit and she was hovering above us and her sweat was dripping down on us from the little platform. And at first I was like, is she lip syncing? But no, she was live and it sounded amazing. It made me fall in love with the song all over again. Now, Ask me, have I ever seen the movie that it was featured in? You've no. not seen? Oh, it's it's a good no. movie. Yeah, it's no, good. It's, it's, it's free on every streaming platform these days. And, oh. you know, I mean, even though her role is to basically sing two songs in a club, she does it. And, she does. You know, I've seen those clips on YouTube, but, you know, after, I don't know. I have issues with Deborah Winger. Anyway, okay. Well, good, because she's not in it. Wait, she's not the lead actress? See, no, I haven't seen it. I don't know. It's Linda Fiorentino. So. Yeah. Oh, but her I like. It's good. Right. It's a good movie. And they're so young. And what's yeah. this? What's Who's the lead? The, the Matthew guy? Modine. Matthew Modine. Oh, my Modine. God. Hot. He's so dreamy in that movie. He was hot then. And, it, and if you don't so like him. hot. And if you don't like him, there's Jake Ryan from 16 Candles also. Wait, I mean, he's in that? Okay, yes. you've convinced me, Tony. Now I have to go watch it. They're on the wrestling team. And yeah, they wear in like, singlets. It's, yeah, it's in singlets I mean, and tank tops. What are you if Madonna's not going to get you in, wrestlers in singlets. I mm -hmm. mean, that's all I need. Okay, I'm writing this down. Like, all these details. <laughs> these are important. Like, and Liberty is your yeah. favorite love song. Yeah. yeah, I know. I need to get on that. I mean, I've just been... I live under a rock most of the time, kids, so... I just okay. crawl out for the occasional live podcast and then I go back <laughs> into right. the hole. Just a little note. The movie was released in 1985. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> I lived in a rock. I lived under a rock then too. It was glorious. You were too busy watching Desperately Seeking Susan, which is on your t-shirt. Mm -hmm. By the way, tell, tell everyone where you got your Desperately Seeking Susan t-shirt, Liberty. Okay. So circa 2000, 2001, hot topic. Paired this with one of those studded belts that was, you know, all the way around the silver studs. Mm -hmm. uh, I had, you know, a sort of eclectic look back then, but that was, and, and jeans, of course, because. Of course, of course. Yeah. And I was, this was, you know, m many moons ago when I was braver and more, uh, less mom-like, let's say, and I would wear more croppy toppy type of things. Right. This We've is all a been there. Many miles, oh, okay. many roads when, we have traveled. When you were very young and nothing really mattered. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Okay, back to my list. Back to your list. Yes, back that to That was list. number four. Number two, or number three is a tie from the 80s. True Blue and Love Song. Mm, okay. True Blue because of Sean. Love Song just, it's because of weird. Sean. It, well, uh, okay, sure. 
mostly because of Prince. I went to the yeah. Prince store in Minneapolis earlier this week and or last week, and I was just, oh. oh my God, I couldn't. It was so amazing. I almost spent $350 on like the CD box set of Diamonds and Pearls. <laughs> But I resisted. But I love True Blue because it's just so cute. I was watching the video earlier, and I was like, she's so cute. Look at Debbie Mazar with her little hip swing doo-wop girl. And and it's just like, and then I watched the clip of where she plays the ukulele in the Rebel Heart tour, and it's just mm-hmm. so genuine. Like, it's yeah. the most genuine Madonna. But then, like, Love Song ties with it because it's, like, sort of the same energy, but, like, weird and, like, Minneapolis sound, late 80s. I love it. Number two. Wait, wait, hold on. Somebody, wait, wait. Oh. Sp- speaking of love song, because you were bringing up Prince, and Prince made me think of, we were talking about Martika. Where was that? Love That Will Be Done. Yeah, with Love Martika's That Will Kitchen. Be Done. Did you see that Martika posted that something's in the kitchen, something's cooking, something's wait, brewing? And I was like, they were like, follow her. She has like two accounts her personal account and then like a Martika account for like her album or something. And th- she was like, follow that account for up. What app? Twitter. It was on Twitter on X. Oh, blech. And I, I was like, uh, people were freaking out because they were like, what does this mean? Is there some like new album coming? But so Martika's ready to do something. And I was just, I know that well, we it wouldn't talking be a about 35th it, so. anniversary edition until 2026. Cause yes, that came I, out in 91. Anyway, I just yeah. wanted to, I wanted to let you all know that. Cause okay. I, I will, we will investigate further yes. and get back to the people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, I want you with mm-hmm. massive attack. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, that is sex on the record. Like, yeah. Oh, you didn't think the original could get sexier, and it did. Mm-hmm. And I'm not always a huge fan of covers, and Madonna's had some clunky covers in the day, but not that one. That is amazing. And one of her best videos, oh, despite the Jennifer Aniston haircut. I like, the, I, like, I like that it pairs well with the rotary phone. It really does. And it's some of her best acting. Like, her face actually does stuff that's interesting, which sometimes in movies she's like. And, you know, we we don't have any of that. Ooh, somebody in the chat mentioned Cherish. Cherish would have been my number six, kids. So, yeah. Okay, (laughs) my number number one. one, It's Intervention from American Love. I think that is one of the most beautiful love songs. And I know it's about Rocco, but when you listen to it, it really could just be about anybody who has ever inspired you and you really just want to hold that close and like protect it mm-hmm. and just, Oh my God. I, I love, 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 love that song. It's a highlight of that album for me. I loved it when she did it at tears of a clown. Mm-hmm. I go back and rewatch that all the time. Yep. I, I love that song. I yeah. love it. That's my top five. That's my number one Madonna love song, Intervention from American Life. There were actually seven songs in your top five, but it's all right. We'll, we'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, well, there were six, and then I mentioned my my other one, so, you know, whatever. Uh, Liberty, would you like to go next? Well, I'm not sure if it's really... Okay, because I was under the impression that we were singling, so I have, like... One, like I picked one. It's fine. 
And it's not really gonna be love like, you know, like just say it. Just spew it, just spit it out. Yeah. Okay. So um Forbidden Love Bedtime Stories version. Mm-hmm. I love first of all, she has a couple of songs uh, that are like unrequited love, right? So it, it you don't give it back to me. Um but that that one is uh, the whole album is so it's so much love because it's just so lush to me. So it speaks to me in that way. But that particular song and inside of me as well, even though I know, again, it's been said that's about her mom. Um, I don't know. I just absolutely love, 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 forbidden love from um, Bedtime Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, inside of me is just a pretty song, but it's also got, you know, a love element to it. But I think that there are just like different kinds of love, like the way that, because she's so good at, like I've said, expressing all of the different kinds. There's like admirational love, there's savior love, like intervention, which, um, I would, it would have been on my list too. Um, there's also like, I don't deserve it. Love, like you Uh, must love me. mm -hmm. Um, or, and, and that one like makes me think of this quote, like you, we accept the love we think we deserve. Um, because sometimes it's hard to accept Yeah. when you are, when, when it in, when in fact you are loved for who you are as you are without, because we uh, or at least I do, I don't know about you guys, but I struggle a lot with self-love and like forgiving myself for. Yes. I, 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 I know that very well, Liberty, because, uh, collaborating on music with you, Liberty is always apologizing for things that she thinks don't sound good or might not come out wonderfully. And Tony and Ben, you know, because I sent you the completed version of, Madonna Forever, which yes, everyone, okay. Madonna Forever is is finished. It's now just a matter of getting it out for the people. But Ben and Tony heard it, and what did you think of how Liberty sounded on that song? Oh, she sounds amazing. Yeah, she sounds great, and um, I can see, I can hear Madonna's influence, but it's all Liberty, and that's what I love the most. <laughs> yeah. You know, slowly it takes time to find your voice. I've always been, this is okay. Part of the reason that I do languages, like that's just what I do because I've always been very good at like mimicking. So in uh, like just a sound or an accent or the, you know, I guess accent mostly, but speaking to like voice levels and sounds. Yeah. And it is inevitable if you are, as I am such a big fan of Madonna, that you're going to make sounds that sound like her. So in songs that I sing, usually I find myself being like, Oh my God, why did I, why did I hard R that R? <laughs> um, it's definitely a Madonna thing. I don't know what else. To um, say. I mean, you're both cunning linguists and we appreciate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Can, can we yeah. deep dive into forbidden that verse that I call it forbidden love first for a second. Okay. I don't know. Liberty, you might, what is that called? So like, Obviously, babyface duets on that, and then they have like the background vocals, but then there's that interesting like layering that's underneath in the part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after she says rejection is the greatest aphrodisiac, and she's mm-hmm. like, I want to F you, haven't got time, da-da-da. and it's like under the chorus. Like, what is that called? That's so interesting. In it's that very song. good production, that's what I call yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, but I mean, because think about it. There's like multiple layers of background vocals mm-hmm. in that song, and it just creates like this interesting wall of sound. Yeah, yeah I think that's it's so, what it is. It's layers, you know? It's, it's, is it just called tracks. layering? Yeah. Okay. Because I know when it's layering is like in secret, where there's three layers of her blended together to make mm-hmm. the top line vocal, but I didn't know what it was called. Oh, wow. That's a big old spider just running across the table. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a specific word, but um, that's for me, that song just has that that layering offers this lush vibe to the whole song. Now, I I could even I could also have said like Sanctuary because I just like it, most of that album has such a. A private feeling about it, um, which I think is when you're introspective in a record, it, it draws something else out of the music, I think personally. So I think she got very in, into herself. Um, now if I'm going to talk about sexual love, sexual love, where life begins, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta put that one in there. Is that a, is that a love song? Love's pretty sexy. That's a hot song. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm drawn to it because, um, you know, in life there's things you don't dare. Now I like the confessions version as well, but it doesn't have the same grab for me as or like romantic element that um, the bedtime stories does. Yeah. Well, also babyface. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Babyface is it's not like forbidden love featuring babyface because yeah. that was like back in the nineties when it's like I always love that like Prince doesn't get, you know, it's not like love song featuring Prince. Right. And uh, you know, forbidden love featuring babyface. Like Madonna didn't do that. You know, it's like, yeah. no, it's just Madonna. Yeah. Another sexual love one would be physical attraction, right? This this mm. lust element. Well, I mean, but... Madonna's got plenty of yeah. sexual love songs. I mean, yeah, she's the, sort of the she queen does, of sexual love songs. There's something about forbidden love that Liberty is tapped into just like the whole, like the whole vibe of it. And I, I wish I had, and this is the poet talking. I wish I had the words to like capture just exactly what that vibe is. Like you're, you're explaining it well, Liberty, but like, there's just some like Babyface is never. I, you know, he did all those like sweet little R and B songs and mm-hmm. the and the Tony Braxton songs and the Whitney song, but he never sounded like he was effable until mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, like I'm sorry, he didn't, but he's cute back in the day. Well, I love didn't have Madonna, that. Madonna. I love that she's doing this very lower register in that song. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, she's, it's kind of high, but then all of a sudden she's like, like she's going really deep. And then there's baby face. Who's like whispering in the background. So it's kind of like that sort of that moment where like, you're just sort of like, are we awake? Are we asleep? Are mm-hmm. we, you know, like it, that song is a perfect on that album. It, it's, yeah. It's oh like, yeah. It's the quintess- like postcoital pillow talk. Yep. Yeah. And um. Well, I have. I do have one song that I'll say, that I'll say. Fine. This is just to wrap it up. Um. The song "Nothing Fails" came out the year. Um. Well, right after that, I met my husband. 
Um, and I'm going to tell a little story, just a little story. Okay. Um, <laughs> so at the time we were both in relationships with other people. Um, we lived on separate continents. I was living in the United States, but I was in France just for like a period of time and he was from Germany. So uh, we met in France, but then we lived in different countries. Um, and I really looked at our like potential relationship as an actual, like, there's just no way. Right. But when I heard the song, nothing fails, it was like, she was in my headphone, like, just try, just do it. Um, <laughs> because it's true. Like if, if you love and really, really, really deeply love, and I don't think she's full writing credit on that song, but, um, it is important that you just give the love. It doesn't matter if it's going to come back. It doesn't matter if you know, like, it's a sure thing. No love is lost. And you give that person a chance to experience love, period. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they want it necessarily. And you don't have to be stalkery about it, okay? I wasn't stalkery. Uh, I pulled back. Um, and look how it turned out. Yeah. And then, you know, it was just like, yeah, I had to, there was just, Madonna told me nothing fails. Pursue it. I have two kids now, guys married for a long time and it all worked out. So that's my last started over a French baguette at the market. One (laughs) fateful morning. Yeah. That under the sh- under the shadow of an American Life album, you know. Yeah. Well, all of those things, you know. They are there was a whole there was American Life is a whole other like element for my life. It just was it was all of that that time in my life and all of the things that it did for me just as a young American girl discovering like, oh, there's a whole other world. Um but when it comes to love, nothing fails. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Do you go to a French restaurant for your anniversary? Yes, we go to one here in San Antonio at the Pearl called Brasserie Mon Chouchou. Nice. And it is authentic. The owner is from France, uh, Orléans. Yeah, in France. <laughs> and he, uh, we always eat snails. So there you go, kids. Oh. Escargot. We... Delicious. Tony, what about you? What's What are your... What are your favorite Madonna love songs? Well, for me, they it's a tie. So it's a tie between True Blue and Cherish, and there's specific reasons. Those are both um, songs that were inspired by Madonna's love of 60s girl groups. Um, you can also hear in the composition of both songs um, what Madonna feels about true love, you know, new Mm -hmm. love, um, exciting love. Um, Both of those songs were summer songs. Um, True Mm -hmm. Blue uh, came out in the summer of 86 and was on every radio station around the world. And same thing with Cherish, summer of 89. So I equate that with like, you know, riding around in the car with the top down, having a crush on someone, hearing your song. And, um, you know, that adolescent joy the effervescence of both of those songs for some reason 
has translated through the years, you know? So whenever I hear those songs, I get put right back to that feeling. And I love that about a lot of Madonna songs, you know, just the same way that when I listen to Nothing Fails, I get a different interpretation. I feel a little wistful. I feel a little sad, but it takes me right to that spot, you know? And then at the same time, if like you get a crush on someone and you meet someone and you like them and you play those songs, it creates a new memory for you and it creates a new feeling. And, um, I love those two songs for that alone. And it happens when I least expect it. I'll hear True Blue at the CVS, as I always do. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be like, I'm going to go buy some gummy bears. You know, like it changes my mood. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about those two? Love them. Love them. Yeah. I love how Stephen Bray did True Blue. And then Pat Leonard was like, hold my beer. And they, <laughs> and they made Cherish. Like, you know, that's some of that studio one upmanship that you have to yeah. love. So yeah. yeah. yeah I, I love I, mean, I love Cherish. Oh, that video and those Mermen mm-hmm. and Tony Ward and Lord baby Jesus, the 15-year-old me just couldn't handle it. I know. And then you know, you hear those interviews, <laughs> early Madonna interviews where she's like, I grew up in a black neighborhood. I grew up listening to Motown, which we all know isn't true, but it's okay because, um, you know, Motown informed her uh, early music, or at least most of the music she made in the 80s, had some sort of thread, common thread, hearkening back to Motown and, you know, AM radio hits. And and I, I, love, I love those roots, you know? Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I think True Blue has really pretty lyrical elements like... Um, no more sadness. I kiss it goodbye. Um, there's just some really cute. I, I'll have to say that Cherish. I was not. I only liked the video. I wasn't wild about the song. It's grown on me since. I like it now, but at the time, I. But I loved. Shocking. True. I know one of those. One of those things. Everybody's got but, one song on every album where she's like. Ugh. Well, it's because like a prayer. The entire album is such a. It's such a like a a ball grabber. Like, I don't know how to explain that. It's so, it's so, um, emotional. And then cherish is like, okay, but we're, and then dear Jesse. And I'm like, no, cherish, cherish fits. It's right there in between the mother dying and the father hitting her. You know, it's like, it's a perfect moment of, I guess it's escapism in a way. Yeah. 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 Not to uh, say the father hit her, he did it in the video, you know. In the video. Exactly, exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, was it the father. dad that hit her or the Sean Penn standing in the both. video? Well, both, both yeah. Both. The oh. father the father slaps emotionally, the suitor slaps physically. I was gonna say the little model <laughs> actor guy like delivers the physical. Oh man, she had the best hair in that video with the dark roots and the oh that was the VMA hair, right, mm-hmm. guys? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. This is my f- actual favorite hairstyle. Yeah, me too. Me too. Of all I time. love that look. I love that look. How yeah. she was trying to grow it out, and then they were like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring it back, Madonna. Bring it back. Well, that she was, was trying to grow it out, and then, boop, time for yeah. the tour. Gotta go. Gotta yeah, that go was that, that exactly. Blonde Ambition tour rehearsal hair. Oh, I wish I could yeah, see Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tony, those are good picks. Oh. My turn. Uh, yes, it's your turn. Stephen. I was waiting. I was waiting Stephen, for Tony to, to say up. more. Uh, well, <laughs> so I'm gonna, in quintessential Stefan fashion, I will go the Madonna dance route for love songs, and there are plenty of Madonna dance tracks that are also love songs. 
Uh, I'm just going to rattle off a couple. Angel, mm. Burning Up, Get Together, Impressive Instant, and a recent entry into Madonna, Crave. I was going to say Crave. That is interesting. So, you know, I always no thought... No skin. Yeah. No skin. <laughs> Flirtation. Oh, dance. that would have been sixth on my list, Ben. I <laughs> Liar. I always thought Impressive Visit was uh, being in love with, an, with like a mixing board, you know? <laughs> I, I, well, I've also, I also thought Impressive Instant was, again, about Rocco as well. I heard that that was like, but like to me, it's, that's one of those wonderful songs where you're like drunk in a club late at night and you see somebody from across the room and you think, oh my God, that's the one. And, you know. As is crazy for you, right? I mean. Yeah. See but, you there. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, mm-hmm. look, a, a Madonna, she can. I mean, band, you had mentioned "Beautiful Stranger," uh, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, that's a great dance I mean, track. "Beautiful Stranger" and "Get Together." If we're going to dance love songs, like, oh, yeah, I, I think I, I, physical I love... attraction can be one of those too, because you know, oh, totally. you're leaving, you know, you're leaving the club together. Oh, somebody in the chat just for the first time said one more chance from something to remember. Okay. That's a whole other, like, okay. I wanted to say, um, not get into it, Liberty, but time stood still. Okay. Mm. Um, or the next Mm. best, like, um, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Time stood still ballads in general. I mean, Madonna, you know, like she's got so many hour ballads in that sort of time, right. Where she drops something to remember this entire collection of ballads. There's actually a couple of good, uh, Spotify playlists that I discovered in my little, like, when, when I mean, knowing the topic, I was like, I just, I can't, how can I, let's like, okay. Just like Stefan was choosing these posters last week. I'm like, favorite child. Hello. Like you can't just pick a favorite, um, mm-hmm. especially when we narrowed from, well, what I thought five to one. And I was like, there's just no way, like I'm never going to be able to choose. So I had to look on Spotify to see what other people had thought. Um, and a lot of people have one more chance on their um, Madonna love song playlists. So I love, I love that. Um, but time stood still is really beautiful as well. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I yeah. love She sounds amazing on both of those songs. One more chance and time stood still. Yeah. Her vocals are just like, but you guys, speaking of streaming services, can we please get a remastered version of look of love? I love that ballad mm-hmm. and it sounds terrible. I mean, the only place you can find it is on the Who's That Girl soundtrack. And, you know, even with the best headphones, it sounds like somebody is playing it in Uzbekistan, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, it sounds so distant and the song deserves better, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Tony. Oh, people in the, there's been a few people in the chat actually mentioning Look of Love and then a lot of people mentioning Ghost Town from Rebel I was going to say, yeah. like, if I was to do, yeah. So Ghost Town. Power of Goodbye. I mean, these are so, yeah. like again, yeah. they're about love, but I don't know if they're necessarily like. Oh, somebody song. just said there's a song on the Dick Tracy soundtrack. Which what can you lose? What, yeah, what with Mandy oh, yeah. with Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. That's a good song, even though it's a minute and a half long, but it's still very. Good. I mean, it they were still she really was, they were ahead of their times. You know, they mm-hmm. they were they were ready for TikTok. That mm-hmm. that song. Why is that song not a TikTok hit yet? Uh, yeah. You ghost down okay. is one that we have discussed on this show many times. It's a missed opportunity all around. But if you've been in an airport in the past two years, you'll hear it on your way to baggage claim. I guarantee it. 
is question uh is her music still on tiktok because they just had this whole issue with umg where like a lot of the music i think warner is still on there okay some but not all i think i think her last three albums are not in the okay all right well i better check because oh all your covers are probably gone well my um your karaoke (laughs) <laughs> like I think I did one too, the Sam Smith um vulgar. vulgar you did. I know. Well yeah. now it's just you looking angry. Yeah. Well that's not unusual, Stefan. <laughs> oh, but also speaking of Manny Patinkin, should I go see him? He's coming to San Antonio like for a little show. I feel like maybe I should see Yeah, him. you should. He's gonna do you songs should. for Vita. And then invite him on okay. the show. Okay, I'll do that. I'll oh, you guys, that. speaking of uh one of my friends and neighbors, David, um, who I've known for years, he's like, worked as a camera operator on pretty much anything that's shot in New York. Um, The other day when I mentioned I had a Madonna podcast that I worked on with you guys, he's like, oh, um, next time we get together, let me tell you about when I worked as a camera operator on the Bitch on Madonna video. So so the next time we meet, I'll have some some hot gossip straight from the standard in the meatpacking. I I had photographed. I'm here for it. I photographed a couple times a model who was in that video, but he doesn't want to come on the show. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm like, come on, we can get some background stories. Not in. So in the chat, there is now a dialogue about Masterpiece. Yes, I love Masterpiece. But, you know, much like Time Stood Still and Crazy For You, I, those songs feel a little removed from Madonna because they're written for characters. You know what I mean? They're like, assignment songs. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But those are great. I mean, Masterpiece still makes me a little wistful when I hear it because I start thinking about the relationship in the film, you know? Yeah. Crazy for mm-hmm. you, to me, is an inherent Madonna song. Yeah, that one I, feels I do, Madonna. I do, I do feel that uh, Masterpiece is a little bit twice removed type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, like it's it's it doesn't it doesn't even fit on the album. I don't feel, you know, like mm. that it's, I know that they plunked it on there because she had just won, uh, you know, a, uh, what was it? A gold Globe. Globe. Yeah. So yeah. They, they were like, you have to put that on the album, but I, I feel like that's, yeah. it, it doesn't fit. No, they could have waited for the next greatest hits. Yeah. Crazy for you is incredible because it was not written by Madonna. It was a country song and mm-hmm. she completely transformed it into something only she could could make a hit, you know. Yeah, because yeah. Jelly Bean produced "Crazy for You" yeah, for her, yeah. right? That's why yeah. it's got that boom, 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 boom. Yeah, which is like a slowed down version of one of his signature little like drum progressions. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody is suggesting this used to be my playground as a love song to childhood. Well, That's right, a love like, song to All the Way May. That's what it, yeah, that is. Yeah, well, like, it's Liberty also said. a dirge. She's <laughs> got, like Liberty said, she's got love songs about different meanings of love you know like the love that you feel to yourself the physical love the you know like sex sexual love little star yeah yeah songs love to to your family love to your children like they they they're lamenting love yeah exactly lamenting the lost love miles away um you'll see you know like these these loves it's a it weaves through her work all yeah. the time. So for Valentine's Day, if you're single, if you're taken, I mean, there is a Madonna song for you. Yeah. There's. Oh, no- yeah. If you're single, it should be from erotica or hard candy, probably. 
Yeah. 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 You, should be, you should be doing like an erotic candy shop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've had heartbeat in my head since Liberty posted it this earlier today. And I got to say, although I don't feel like that's necessarily a, a love song. That's but... a self-love song. Pause. It's yeah. a lo- love of the dance floor. Mm, true. <laughs> it is her, that is her, one of her very first loves. I really do believe dance was a first love. Um, so, you know, for her. And I think that's what's so awesome about the celebration tour as well is that she sort of has transposed meaning of a lot of these songs to explain, mm-hmm. you know, for example, self-love turning yeah. crazy for you into this sort of, I, it's not just a forgive, I forgive who, you know, but I embrace uh, because you did what you thought was the right thing at the time. And I embrace you um, mm-hmm. for, you know, thinking that maybe you made a mistake or maybe you weren't um, on top of your game anymore. Uh, so, you, she, you know, she's looking back with love at herself. And it's not the song that we generally think of as, you know, looking back and and accepting yourself. Because Crazy for mm-hmm. You, for us, is like this sort of teenage, like... Prom song. See you mm-hmm. across the room, yeah. you know. No, but yeah, mm-hmm. just to, to piggyback on what you were saying about, you know, like love of dancing, the love of the dance floor and the celebration tour, you know, that's a big part of the opening part of the show, you know, her at the club with her friends and all that. But, you know, one thing I got from the Mary Gabriel book is, you know, Madonna was very disciplined in her dancing. She went to class, um, you know, she listened to her instructor, you know, it was a very, um, it was, you know, it was her, you know, putting all her energy into that. And then her dance instructor takes her to a gay bar and suddenly she gets to dance in front of other people. She dances in front of gay guys and she feels that energy. And I think that's where that love, the love of dance is one thing, but the love of dancing with others as a, you know, communal experience, into the groove, you know, is, is so, so much a part of her career, her lyricist, lyricism and, and just, you know, the energy that, that we love about her. And, you know, so I had to just, Oh yeah. Only when I'm dancing, can I feel this free? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's the Madonna ethos right there. Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, I also, this episode has made me really wistful. I I love (laughs) true blue too. Uh, That's why I just, so true blue background and true blue t-shirt, because I mean, to me, it's like whenever somebody says, what's your favorite Madonna love song? that's the one that pops to my head instantaneously. Really? Like mm-hmm. just because I think there's just something the, that moment when she's like, no more sadness, I kiss it goodbye. Yeah. That, that is one of my favorite Madonna mm-hmm. lines and the way she sings it is just so good. Yeah. Like that, it pulls at my heartstrings and like yeah. makes my soul so happy when I hear her sing those lines. And I, I, it's just so good. It's just so yeah. good. Uh, and I, I feel like that's one, I think probably that's the only Madonna album where um, her being hopeful about love reflects in every song. Mm. Um, even Live to Tell, which isn't a song about her or her husband at the time, but it was a song that she wrote and contributed to a movie he was making, you know? Mm. So it's like, you know, it, you you it's all over the place, even in God Forbid, Jimmy, Jimmy, and Love Makes the World Go Around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, you know, I mean, because even when she was with uh, Guy Ritchie, you don't feel any of that in music. I mean, maybe in I Deserve It, but that's just one song, you know? Mm -hmm. You don't feel like she's in love in this album, you know? But in True Blue, you put it on from beginning to end, and you feel that energy that Madonna's in love. She's hopeful about love. and and That's a really good point, because you think about even ecstatic process on... American, American life. life like that's about that's clearly about Guy Ritchie but then it's so like backhanded and kind of mm. like eh, I'm just as good as you oh somebody in the chat just mentioned a song we have not mentioned that's very romantic and kind of sexy the duet with Ricky Martin I was uh, gonna bring that oh, one up too yeah. I always forget about that song I love that song. That is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, that is gorgeous. Like, who was that written about? You know, you know. But again, like, this is this sort of late '90s. Madonna is very romantic in this time, and it's. I here we go again. Oh, there goes balloons. Liberty and her balloons. <laughs> there she goes with the reaction. What you do? Put the heart. Oh. And- yeah, funny I'm sorry, that, Tony, guys. that Tony mentions that Guy Ritchie wasn't giving her the vibes to show up in the songs, but clearly Andy Bird was because oh, that's yes. who she was dating at the time of Ray of Light and like mm-hmm. the year and a half, like the year and a half up until Guy oh. Ritchie like enters the scene like a gangster. Andy Bird is the reason she wrote to have and not to hold the power yep. of goodbye, beautiful stranger. Um, mm-hmm. uh, probably be careful with my heart. Mm. Time stood still. Time stood still. That guy fucked her up. Mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why, but okay. No, well, I, it's funny when it's talking about like uh, where you're saying like it, she doesn't seem like she's in love during like the music era when she's with Guy Ritchie. If you go and look at her music, you can sort of see when love was very prominent in her life because of how the albums go. Like some of the mm-hmm. songs and I'm like, oh, it's so fascinating to be able to look at her mindset from the perspective of the albums and the content. It's like where like Guy Ritchie although maybe she didn't write love songs about him, she definitely wrote some angry songs about him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the love that they had that fell apart was a result of the anger that then came across. Like it's so fascinating from like a neurological or psychological perspective to map the emotions from album to album and see where she was feeling. And obviously I know she writes retrospectively sometimes Mm -hmm. and doesn't write from her own perspectives, but it's still where she was thinking what, what I want to include on this album and what yeah. vibe. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's amazing always... that we we went from I'm in love with you, you silly thing, to I want you to love me like you love my money, you know? Yes. Yeah. The whole well, span. I always felt like their love was more intellectual than passionate romantic. It was competitive. Totally. Yeah, it was competitive and it was intellectual and and this sort of like match of wills of two people who were like self-made with sort of like mythologies that they created that weren't really mm-hmm. the actual history of mm-hmm. their lives. And yeah, so they kind well, of I just like, all, I always felt like he didn't appreciate her the way that she wanted to be appreciated. Like, I think he just oh, blew, blew no. her off like this silly little pop star. Like mm-hmm. he didn't, he didn't appreciate her 
her as this woman, as this artist that I think she needs to be appreciated as. Yeah. And because of that, yeah. like he just wanted her to be this woman cooking for him in the kitchen. Go feed the chicken. I knew he was, yeah, he was trouble when he chased off her gaze. Like, yep. like let's just yeah. keep it real. Like that should have been the number one sign of girl, put him to the curb. Like, yep. Yeah, apparently he had a lot of problems with the gaze and the music and the touring, but mm. when the money was coming in, suddenly right. there was no problem. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Right. Yeah, fun, we fun see you, anyway, enough Richard. about him. But yeah, oh god. Yeah, but you can sense like there's al- albums that have, let's say, a little bit more of a cooler feel, and then like music, for example, and then some that have a bit more of a warm romantic uh, element, um, where there's a little bit more passion, maybe for in the writing specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, the music is to me always that. It's just whatever is is working, like, artistically, I think, at the time for her, where her artistic vibe is, yeah. uh, as far as sonically, is, as sonic is concerned. But then when you think about, like, lyricism, you can definitely see a, a difference depending on where she was or who she was at that time in her life. Mm-hmm. And it could be all image. Like, you know, we see, I mean, just like I read today that... Um, where was that about Beyonce? So this is something different, but that this act too, the new thing that new album Beyonce is releasing. Her country, her country era has been in since for years. Like she's had it in her pocket. Apparently Mm -hmm. that's what Tina insinuated today on, or whatever that was on Instagram. And I think, you know, that's, that happens to us just in a regular, like let's say Madonna has new music that she's sitting on and it's been in the like vault, so to speak for, a while now and by the time we receive it if we are lucky enough for that to happen um we're gonna get an image you know something an image for just like rebel heart sort of had like an image and just like um uh hard candy has like an image um what what state of mind she would have been in right prior to going uh into the hospital Mm -hmm will that still be a relevant thing or will she have to reinvent whatever image she had in mind for, for the next? Well, but she also writes poetry and songs all the time and holds them and doesn't record like devil wouldn't recognize you. That was meant to be, that was not meant to be on hard candy. That was meant to be the album before. And she held it because she didn't feel like it fit. Right. That it ended up on hard candy instead. So that's another one about, um, Andy bird. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) oh i have to yeah that song started getting written like back in the music era didn't it devil wouldn't recognize you it had many forms i i i think any of that stuff that we know she recorded before she went in the hospital i'll be surprised if we ever see it because she clearly listening to the speeches it's like a whole refreshed reset mindset i i mean i'm i'm like stefan i would love for her to go in the studio after the tour and like record something but we'll see she should also just rest and enjoy herself i agree with that too um and but i think that if it's true she's collaborated with certain artists like Katy perry hinted at a new record coming soon so oh, yeah, that stuff will come out. She was yeah. on in the studio with Katie day before, day of when she yeah. fell ill. So 
Um, Listen, Madonna took a long break between Madame X and the Celebration Tour. She needs to not take any more breaks, go back to work. <laughs> and, you know, she's it's got kids funny, to raise. Right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's funny to think like, oh, well, there were three years between this album and that album. And when you're in the middle of those three years, you're like, God, this is a really long dry spell, right? Like, when are we going to get something new? And then sometimes it's like, Oh, wait, but didn't Madame X just come out? Like, it's weird for me to think sometimes I'm still, like, mentally in a Madame X era, weirdly. Oh, um, yeah, Medellin's five came out, like, five years ago. Five years ago. A couple yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, right before the premiere of the MLBC podcast. That's right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it just feels just like yesterday. <laughs> I know, just like yesterday. We were like, how do we do this? I know, our anniversary is coming up in April. Yay! Well, that's because COVID froze time, and it feels like we're all like stuck in March of 2020 most of the time. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. And they said we wouldn't last. (laughs) You didn't just last; you thrived. Uh, We're here. We're here. Damn it! We're here. We're queer. Get used. Get used to it. Get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if if you'd have told me, Stefan and I, in spring of 2019 that in five years madonna would be doing a greatest hits arena tour around the world we'd be like you're on crack go back to where you came from that's ridiculous she only does theaters now you know yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are we are sophisticated and mature we've we've gone now into the future of touring which is small venues only and intimate audiences with no no phones phones. no phones yeah (laughs) right right. but who would have thought five years ago that what happened last year would have happened and how it would have made us all feel and like Mm-hmm. what that was like to as fans like let's have a moment to talk about that because yeah. right because the podcast is like a love letter uh, like constant love letters to her and love letters to the fellow fans uh, if we're talking about love songs and just what that was like as a community to go through that yeah and yeah, actually and I, the I, love yeah. that came out and how just how different we all are in our fandom. I hope people are on the other side of that. So, yeah, I wanted to ask Stefan. So Stefan case in point, how did the Philly audiences differ from Madame X to celebration tour? Oh, Oh, it was night and day. I mean, it was the, I mean the Madame X, I think Madame X audiences in general were, it was just very, very different. The energy was so different from the Madame X environment to the stadium environment. Yeah. I mean, I felt it in, I mean, definitely in Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia, they were the, the one, I went to two shows of Madame X in Philly and they were both, it was just low energy and docile. I mean, but that one, it was like the Citibank Christmas party that I was at. And they, it was like, they had bought out half the venue with Citibank employees and she didn't come on till 1130. They were wasted and were yelling at her mm-hmm. to stop talking and sing. Pissed her off. I don't blame her, but um, it was, it was the complete opposite yeah. for the Philly celebration show. It was respectful. People were singing and dancing and happy and euphoric. And like, I mean, I, I, I honestly, out of the five shows that I went to, I think the Philly show, the, the energy was through the roof. It was amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, as you know, historically, Philly's one of the prime stops at any tour, you know, because that's a huge part of her fan base. You know, that that encompasses, south, you know, southern New Jersey, Delaware, you know, Delaware, Pennsylvania, you know, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, those are those are the female fans with the big hair in the mall that made her who she became, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, New York, L.A., those cities will always be, you know, full of Queens. But, you know, it's places like Detroit and um, I would say, you know, Philadelphia, where it's like people want to go back to the Madonna they know. Yeah. Well, and I'm curious to see how tonight's. So she's back um, in tonight in Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul. So St. Paul, excuse me. Well, uh, she, should, she should be going on any moment now. So uh, I'm excited to hear how that how that goes. With, uh, it's and, and so yeah, we didn't get to talk about this. So it's been announced and um, confirmed that Miami is going to be the final date. Madonna will not be going to the Far East or Australia, and Celebration Tour will celebrate its final show after she gets back from Mexico. Correct? Yeah. No, no, Mama no. no. So the, the Mexico, Mexico the shows are the last shows. Oh, okay. The, the last the final show, U.S. The final the fi- well the last show to go on sale is mm-hmm. the Miami. that that okay. third Miami day. Yeah, and then it's and yeah. Then, yeah. Which I I mean it was great to finally get that confirmation. Even though mm-hmm. I I love that they don't say that it's like they just sort of say the final show to go on sale is this, but it's like they j- just come out and say. And then the tour is ending, you know, like there, yeah. there won't be an extension. Cause I yeah, think that at would least really people, be... people still get, you know, like, well, is she still gonna, is, uh, you know, like, is she going to go? Is there going to be another leg? It's like, no, this people... feels like there needs to be a hard stops because there are contractual obligations in the horizon. That's what I'm thinking. Totally. They're happy. Yeah. She's, she's and moving she needs on to rest. Oh, stop it, stop it. Ben, stop it with that rest. She's done that already, you know? No, no. I think she's think this will be part of the change after what happened. I I do think, I'm not saying she won't go in the studio. Hopefully she does it like a prayer style and records the whole album in two weeks and she can put it out in, like, September to please Stefan (laughs) and Stefan alone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just but, for the show. Know, it would just yeah, be for just, us here on the show. Exactly. Yeah. Give us something extra to talk about. But, yeah, I mean, listen, part of the trauma of last year is, like, she's really, like, the last of the big ones. And, like, the idea that she wouldn't be here so soon, like, the rest, I just can't deal with it. Like, I, I need know. her to rest. I need her to I rest. Know. No, you're right. Yeah. She she needs, like, a couple of days on a hammock and then back to work. Well, doesn't, be, she, doesn't she go to Malawi every summer? Isn't that the, is that the summer or the winter when she goes? It I forget when she goes. Just depends. Yeah, spring, winter, early when like. But I have I a feeling like she she's gonna do some. She'll vacation. She'll you know she'll definitely do something for her birthday, mm-hmm. and but I don't think she doesn't sit around. She's not gonna just sit around and watch the no, kids. No, I'm not saying yard. that, but she doesn't need. To, yeah, like I want to be seeing her at Radio City Music Hall when she's 80 and just yeah. sitting there in a stool mm-hmm. being vulgar, talking about all the dead celebrities and yeah. singing like a handful of songs. Like I want to be there for that. So let's let her get some rest. And I think, yeah, regardless of whether it's a tour film or a full on biopic, there is a major motion picture in her future. At least I hope so. I, I want a film of this tour so bad. I do too. 
Mm-hmm. Even more so than I want the biopic, I want this tour. Oh yeah, in a film. Yeah. Like, oh my god! And I want it immediately. Like I don't want to wait. Well, you know that's not going to happen. They're going to edit the crap out of it and chop but they it have up. These, and... I just feel like with these smart cameras that are following the whole. I mean, they've got enough footage as it is. Yeah. All, all really, I would like for her to do is to take some of that footage and Truth or Dare style bumper it with some of this. You know, behind the scenes stuff. She doesn't need to be extravagant with that. Doesn't need to be like, you know, we see everything, um, which of course I want to, but I know she won't let us. Um and and maybe some philosophical like um musings about listen, life will change without you knowing or expecting or wanting it to happen. Um, those messages of, you know, this is how life has changed since oh, that day. I think so. I just want the straight concert as a film. Well, I don't so want I was going to say behind the scenes. What, that, that's a good Liberty Brace is a very good question. If she was to go the truth or dare route and we were to get that as the official tour film, what would be the five numbers that she would pick to define that show? Obviously, it would have to be nothing really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have to be live to tell, holiday, live to tell, live to tell. holiday, Hol- holiday into live to tell. Into I think yeah. it would have to be. Yeah, that would be one number. Vogue. And then, yeah, the vo- whole vote sequence from up oh, right. down. I'm, I'm trying to think to of like what 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 story she would want to tell. Like mm-hmm. what's what's the latter That's, part? Would I mean justify my love? She I, like that would be such a gorgeous number. Like for her to cut that, I just. Yeah. There's so many great numbers. I don't know how she would be able to just like. There and have the to finale be would be like the keep it together of the movie. See, this is why I want a straight concert film. I mean, um, I don't know. I'll just take a five-hour Madonna film. I don't understand why we right? have to cut stuff. Just intersplice <laughs> all of the stuff that it's already oh, there. Oh Lord it's Jesus, Liberty, stuff. you're killing me. You're yeah, killing I, me. Think, I, I think I have time. No, I just I, read that they're they're re-releasing the Eras tour film with more footage and i'm like make it a series uh, right make yeah just like a couple of a couple of episodes like drop two episodes and you know get the interest and then Mm -hmm. drop another couple episodes later where um people are like oh man those first two are really good did you see yeah i saw that water cooler conversations will happen people will be you know well a madonna series you mean pulled yeah but a docuseries like oh yeah i i i a weekly um, series, you know, just an yeah, ongoing, just follow her around life. for the rest of her life. Exactly. <laughs> like Madonna reality show. I'd be yeah. fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't Gosh, know. I'm it's... so, I'm so torn. I don't even know if I want the biopic now that I've seen this tour. I think the tour does, does the job. It's I'm gonna, so beautiful. I'm, yeah, it, it is. But I'm going to predict a fusion between the biopic and the tour. It, it just feels like it's it's too big and it's too there to not work it in somehow, you know? Yeah, also, you're probably right. She's the, as said frequently, she's the only one who can tell her story. And the way that she wants to do it, I think, has to be different from how every other biopic has been. Yeah. Um, it cannot be just like a rocket man. It cannot be just, you know, it has to have... Yeah more to or something very unique where people will be like okay that was different i've never seen that before and mm-hmm. i think that's yeah. that's typically madonna's style is something that people have aren't expecting haven't seen before um and that and that would be because i've never seen 
Is like an the artist dude, tell their own is, story is like the that. Jennifer Lopez thing that's coming out? Is that like a movie about her life? What is that? The, it's, it's, like, a it's a movie, album. right? Right. It's a concept album that she did Beyonce lemonade style into a sort of musical about where she is now. Okay. Which apparently, oh, watch, which apparently is watch meant to be first... maybe her final album. She oh, so this okay. is about Ben Affleck then? Is she that said what? she might be retiring? From yeah, there's music. a. If you watch the first song came out like a couple weeks ago, and they had a video that's like set at a wedding, and there's one of the actors. Oh yes, the, you there's mean multiple the Medellin video. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, sure. Well, I watched it once. I don't remember that much. I just remember there were multiple actors playing multiple potential grooms, and that the one dancer slash model kind of had a Ben Affleck haircut and like jawline. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I never, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. I never subscribed to the JLo mythology because I don't, I can't follow it. You know, it changes. She had a, she had a few fun little bops over the years, but but like this song can't get enough. I'm like asleep. Actually I could, I I, I did. You liked it? No, I did get it. No, yeah, we, we, yeah, okay. we've had yeah. enough. I yeah. could too. I was, yeah. I was very well satisfied. <laughs> and you know, just like the first time around, I just have a hard time taking a love song seriously when it's about Ben Affleck. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't hate Ben Affleck. I don't hate that. him, but he's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, well, Air. If people haven't seen that movie about Nike and the, that's a fantastic movie. I mm-hmm. very much enjoyed him playing Crazy Phil Knight. Like he did a really good, and Matt Damon is fantastic in that movie. Yeah, they also did really good work in the Dunkin' Donuts commercial the other night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, do Train yourself back. a favor. Train back. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we really skewed far off uh, from, <laughs> from yeah, whatever. Any, any, that's uh, what we do here. That's, that's, <laughs> that's right. We go with the flow. Because we uh, love any, anything in the Madonna. chat that we need to respond to before we go, Ben. Uh, people are saying they really don't want the biopic. Interestingly mm. enough, people are like, "What about a book?" Because people don't think that she's going to discuss her illness in the movie, and everyone's like. Madonna's awesome, but she doesn't have the audience, and it's like making the next yeah, best thing see, after Evita. I feel like the illness is what grabs people. I feel like all like near death is always fascinating. She's mm-hmm. not. I don't. She's talking about it at the live shows and letting it get on YouTube. But I don't. I don't know. That uh, she I think would it would be a fantastic a documentary. It, like it, she, that would be revolutionary for her. Like yeah. I would, I would love. We'll it. see if she's changed that much. It would be riveting know. to to watch. Oh, that. I don't know that I could watch it. <laughs> That's no, the I know. thing. I don't know that I want to see that. I don't. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be so brave and ballsy of her to do something like that because you know people were following her around. They had a camera crew. If they were, they're always filming behind the scenes stuff for her. So if she was down for the count, I'm sure somebody had a phone. You know, like where Ricardo was probably in the ambulance on the way to the hospital with her. Yeah. Well, they don't even have to show. Now some people are saying they do want the biopic, but some people want a documentary (laughs) over a biopic. Y'all can't. I want, well, look, if she wants to do the biopic for artistic expression, fine. But let me have a full tour film and a documentary and an album while she works on that. And then that I'll, I'll shut up, you know, the tour film. 
don't no, you won't. But the tour is a work of art. Like it is a work of performance art that needs to be captured on film. I hope there's an official audio of it released, like with Stewart's oh, master. Tracks I need a live and, album of this. Oh, oh my yeah. god, because like people the mixes like. Yeah, and people have made playlists with all the different remixes that are referenced. I have one that literally managed to get all the snippets, and I'm just like, I listen to it constantly. It's like amazing. You gotta share that with me. Send it over, yeah. Oh yeah, but I mean, we need like this. We need not the studio versions, but like a really good live version. Yeah, half of those mixes, like the Nothing Really Matters or Justify My Love, or like. They're, they're so good. Stuart yeah, did such a good job. Yeah, there's got to be studio versions. They in, have to. They have yeah. to. I, I need it. Oh, and you know he's going to zhuzh it up if even if they do release like a live recording because the oh, music yeah, yeah. is piped. So I it's mean, already you mean, on. You mean like yeah. they like they they zhuzhed uh, Alicia Keys' little uh, oh. little oh. beginning? No, Poor seriously. Alicia. They like no. She, I know, but that sucks for her. <laughs> I mean, I, look, that's how she sounds. She's she's always been a little raspy, but I love yeah. that. Like the Super Bowl, like fixed it on if you go on their youtube channel oh, like, did they? It, it doesn't exist now yeah, yeah the but live remember they was... did that when madonna performed at eurovision and yeah. people got their yeah. their bunches in a wad so like yeah. what you know i just we really need the tour like the audio oh, and then ben, the, the, ben remember ugh. we have to we have to manifest it madonna is going to release a full tour film of the celebration yeah. tour that's by all, the that's end the of September. By the end that's of September. That's the one I want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Well, just think of it in terms of when when she needs to be in an awards cycle. So think yeah. of it in terms of that. When she would need to have it out by fall in order Fourth for it quarter. to... Fourth quarter. Fourth yeah, quarter. In yeah. order for it to, one, be well, commercially Well, for Grammys, viable. it has to and, be out by the end of September. Yeah. That's... Emmys, if it goes on streaming, it would have to debut in September. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll be like right at the end of the year, but like not too far, because it has. Yeah. To, if she wants it for Golden Globes and yeah, you know, like all of those, it's. Do you think those? Well, that would be a documentary. Do? The tour film won't yes. qualify for anything other than Grammys <laughs> and then Emmys if it's on a streaming. Editing service. best. Well, they have yeah. like all those like uh best long form music videos or right that's you know, a like, grammy yeah. or it'd be like uh in like golden globes and they're like best musical like they could put it in into that category i'm telling you they're gonna try and that's part of the plan yeah mm, maybe so we can release madonna forever around september for grammy <laughs> yes well no, you, you have to re- release it. no we want it's a, it's you a summer do it now it's, it's a summer <laughs> right it's it's a pre-summer bop it'll it'll yeah that's like you release that in like march like when vogue came out so that it's number one by may there mm-hmm. we go there we go yeah vogue was number one for my birthday when i turned 16 that was kind of cool oh, oh that's wow. fun happy birthday then <laughs> oh, For so that, maybe I'm... you can go to number one when I turn fifty this year. That would be kind of cool, Liberty. Oh, that's that sounds well. We'll need you to stream it then. Yeah. Well, get it on streaming. We, we're working on it. We're working on it. We need a video. <laughs> we need a video. We, we do we, need we, a video. We know we're planning one. We want to. We want to release it in 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 time for her birthday. So. Story. Oh, that'll be fun. There's plans. There's going to be merch. There's going to be. It's it's all coming. It's all happening. Oh, excellent. Madonna forever. And ever and ever. And ever. And ever. And ever. Uh, well, remember, everybody, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at MLVC Podcast. If you'd like to donate to the show, run Venmo at MLVC Podcast. And if you've not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, tick that subscribe button so you never miss a video. 
thanks for chatting, everybody. This has been Wait, Are we announcing our next live episode? Are we are we announcing it? Are we announcing it? That's we what I'm asking. Oh, uh, well, we uh we need everybody to come back. Yeah, our, so oh, if you'd yeah. like, we're doing a very since it's leap year, uh uh February 29th, we're doing a very special MLVC live uh, leap day edition cuz yeah. every 4 years, you know, you don't get to do one, so we're we're going to exactly. do it. What are we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> we can talk about Madonna. We can talk about her oh, tour. Yeah, maybe Madonna. Madonna, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Madonna. Our favorite songs. Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. We'll probably end up talking about whether there's going to be a biopic or a concert. <laughs> after I mean, who or, knows? Or we could each do the lightning round to each other. Ooh, yeah. It has been a while, and, okay. it, and it only would be happening on that leap year day that only happens every four years. So it would be done there Benjamin. on that day for four years. It would done. be super fun too to like see what our old like. I don't know if you. I know I have a lightning round somewhere in the. Ben has a lightning round. I do. Has a lightning years round. Ago, Tony, yeah. somebody okay. asked us who asked us about the lightning. Somebody asked us lightning round questions once. I don't remember. Maybe me. Oh, it was on Jess's podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like somebody's asked us on this show. Was it? Was it Mary Gabriel who asked us? Mary did ask us. Yeah, I think she did. Because we asked her her top five, blah blah blah, and then she's like, "What about you?" And we're like, "Oh, wait a minute, we're not ready for that." (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works, Mary. Yeah. Simmer but no, down, it has Mary. it has Simmer been a down. while, and especially after the celebration tour, it'd be interesting to see how that plays into our responses. Oh, yeah. so especially I'm the question about favorite look. Yeah. Well, and Tony, you'll be, have just seen her in San Francisco, so of course we will be getting your thoughts. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I oh, you'll I like be getting. That. You'll be getting my firsthand account of seeing Madonna from the nosebleed section at Chase Center in San Francisco. Hey, you never know. Maybe you never some, know. You might never. get moved down to one of the pits. Put it out there, Tony. Yeah, but Tony, at the same time. Tony will get moved to the Sound Factory pit. Yes. I will have a better. <laughs> you will be seat. baptized. I will exactly. be baptized. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Either then way. I'll be seeing her a month after that. I'm going to Houston, guys. I'm going nice. to Houston. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. Listen, you guys, it doesn't matter where I'm sitting. I'm happy to be in the room, you know, especially. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. especially. For right, this- well, well, we're going to end it here. So say goodbye to everybody and then we'll just keep. Bye, everybody. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.